Hello, everybody, and welcome. Um, hopefully, the uh, the Wi-Fi elves and gremlins uh, are not affecting you like they're affecting us today. But uh, thank you so much for joining. Um, this is the next part of the PM Talks um, series. Um, I'm Chris Wade from Exevo, and I'm joined by Shai Blackwell from, from Viva. We're delighted to be part of uh, the Patient Engagement Interest Group, part of the one of the PM Society's interest uh, interest groups that get together and uh, help to support you know, particular interest areas. And today we're going to be talking about patient campaigns and really sort of you know getting to grips with um, what makes them great. So we're delighted to be joined by two people who have given their time to helping to judge uh, patient categories um, as part of the PM Awards and PM Digital Awards. Um, so with that, I'm going to hand over to, to Gillian and Stuart to just take a moment to introduce themselves. Thanks, Chris. Um, hi, everyone. I'm Gillian O'Brien, Director of Strategic Planning and Operations at GSK. Um, this is my second year judging for the PM Society Digital Awards and my second year judging the patient campaigns um, category. But I think I really started with awards on the agency side. So many years writing award entries, reviewing award entries, even winning a few awards. So I think we'll have a great conversation today. Thanks, Julie. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Stuart Collins. I am copy supervisor at Langland. Um, I also have been judging for uh, quite a few years. Um, I've judged the, the main PM awards, um, a few other awards shows. We won't talk about them. Um, and um, this is the first time judging the digital awards. Um, patient categories, HDP categories, judged um, both of them. Um, be interesting talking, talking about the difference and what it takes to win. Thanks, and th obviously thanks again for for you know coming forward and being you know willing to to be part of this discussion. So you know, you know, looking at, at at your judging journey and having been involved in not just judging the patient category but but other categories as well, what have you seen have been some of the big differences um, around you know how patient categories are, uh, um, are structured and what you're looking for? So Stuart, if you wanted to to kick off. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, the biggest difference, I think, um, is probably between the craft and the effectiveness awards rather than the patient and ACP campaigns. But um, in terms of patient campaigns specifically, um, there tends to, they tend at the moment to be slightly less, um, probably guess, well, less well-funded possibly, um, possibly less uh, ambitious at the moment um, than, than the HCP categories. Um, that's certainly changing um they are becoming they are becoming more so um more innovative more more um more exciting um but yeah it's it's kind of um that's the sort of main difference obviously the tone of voice and how how the um how the how the award that sorry how the the campaigns talk how they are um uh, how they communicate the sort of level they're talking at as well um that's kind of and I like I totally agree with Stuart and definitely that that difference between the effectiveness and the um, uh, craft awards is is really significant but the other aspect with HCP and patient um, is the patient campaigns because you're looking at it through the patient lens sometimes it 
you can feel like more of an emotional connection to the programs and so you have to it's often a bit easier with the hcp campaigns to take that step back and really look at was it effective objectives whereas sometimes with the patient once you have to remind yourself it wasn't about that video that made you tear up it was about did that video do what it was supposed to do for patients um which is quite interesting as a judge that's a really interesting you know perspective on that julian and i think it's interesting you know to, to sort of drill in because i guess that whole question of impact and effectiveness i guess that's often been one of the big challenges you know across all of the categories is not just it looks great or it, you know it, it triggers a very strong uh you know emotional reaction but actually did it work you know did it did it achieve what it set out to do what the company sponsoring that program has said you know we're putting money behind this because we believe this is going to address a knowledge gap an unmet need you know whatever that you know that objective is and how well they've actually been able to to do that yeah absolutely um it's as you say it's kind of it, it, does it know what it's trying to do and does it do that um yeah and, and it kind of takes away some or the effectiveness kind of takes away some of the subjectivity in a way um you've got that kind of objective level of there's some results there's um this is the, this is the difference it made um and obviously in in terms of judging i mean i think we're going to come on to top tips we're entering later on but the um when you are judging it's really helpful to know kind of what the baseline is and what you would expect um in terms of sort of if it made a difference to five people um in a rare disease that's going to be a huge a much bigger percentage than if it made five people in sort of diabetes or something like that um and it's good to have that context and sort of know what sort of level you're playing in um yeah, Julian, you mentioned this earlier as well, that the mindset that, that when you're judging a physician entry, you almost have a bit more subjectivity as to what you're looking at. Whereas with the patient one, you immediately have this different lens that you're applying. When you're in that judging room, is that the same for all of you? Are you all sitting there almost shifting in your seat going, okay, right, we, we, we've got something different in front of us that we're looking at. And, and knowing that the patient category and the patient awards are often on the, the slimmer end in terms of the number of entries. So you will have probably already looked at multiple physician ones, and then you get to this one. So talk us through a little bit for, for both of you, just how that sort of manifests itself in the room at the time. And obviously you do this over a number of days. For anyone not familiar with the judging process, it is a very long process. So this will happen over a course of days, weeks, months both virtually and in person just, just that that mindset thing i think is really interesting that you talk to i'd love to just hear a bit more about it yeah and i think so when i was writing entries in agency we used to have a really great awards coordinator who'd do the review and she was always like super strict about that is not a smart objective the entry requires a smart objective like you haven't actually demonstrated impact some comment from your client saying it was lovely doesn't mean it did anything um and so i have that in the back of my head and like the first year i was really worried that i was being like too strict and being like really like that's not a smart objective marking marking things down and then with the patient campaigns you'd watch because usually people have uploaded a little video snippet or something and often for the patient campaigns it's actually part of the campaign video 
and you'd watch that and then you're like oh no I feel really mean because they didn't have any smart objectives or they had smart objectives but then the section which is 50 percent it didn't really tell me they changed anything it told me some people thought it was nice but it didn't tell me that they changed it now I feel really mean for marking them down because this video's made me connect or it's a really horrible disease and you just have to take that that step back but then I find that being in the room with other judges was the reassurance of like oh I'm not the only one that's like Hmm. read what the category needs and says it doesn't matter how great your campaign was how many lives it changed if you don't put that in the entry in a way that we can understand and see and yes you don't have many words you have to communicate that and that's the key i think um Stuart, i can see you nodding yeah. very much your, yeah. your lens as well yeah i completely agree it's um you almost feel a bit heartless in a way you see sort of um these people whose lives it has changed but it's sort of slightly saying that yeah you're only one person though <laughs> um and yeah exactly and um i think in terms of the sort of judging process and being all there in the room and we're kind of keeping each other honest in a way if one person does sort of start thinking oh it's really lovely it's such an emotion it's like okay but did it did it actually make the difference did it actually meet those meet these points that we're judging against um yeah completely agree it's um it's a good experience and um i mean everyone has different opinions and um i know you were um looking to ask if we ever sort of disagree in the judging room but um i think everyone's got an opinion and we wouldn't be part of this if we didn't have an opinion um but i think generally and again as we said this this category is relatively um subjective no relatively objective um and you can you can kind of say okay these are these are the categories we are judging against this this is sort of this is what we're looking at there are, obviously there's um part of the award that is is a craft element so there's a bit of subjectivity in there but um yeah it's um we're all generally fairly aligned in this category i think i suppose sort of uh, I, I guess you know that sort of sense of objectivity when it, and you're looking at such a diversity of entries because of course you know as a patient campaign you know, there are so many disease areas, you know, very, very broad general ones, diabetes, which affect a huge proportion of the population, right through to, you know, you know, super rare disease where you're literally, you know, that patient community is, you know, it's it, it's low sing, it's low double digits, you know, in many in many countries. And that must present a real challenge of how do you sort of like, you know, measure one versus the other when they are so different in their intent. Yeah. yeah. And I I think, you know, Stuart alluded to it earlier, but like if particularly with the rare diseases, so something like diabetes, we've probably got a pretty good idea of what it is, what the impact is, but those rarer, less common diseases making the time to put into the sort of either in your objectives or somewhere within your entry a note around well, what's your baseline or like how many patients is there something that gives us the context we need to understand that actually there was nothing in this space um because that that's the other aspect as well so diabetes there's hundreds of you know players and lots of campaigns and so to stand out it's got to be like really different like and in a rare disease 
it's not that the the bar is lower the stakes are higher to some extent so there was some dis there can be some discussion about yeah but like this is this is diabetes they've got to really splash to stand out against everything else but in the rare disease this is actually less well funded so like innovation in that space looks different the needs are different and um, we have to understand the needs of the patient to be able to sort of make make that judgment and i guess yeah. that sort of, sort of leads on to you know that question of sort of you know so what makes a great campaign or patient initiative you know what is it that you see standing out and i guess what comes out of the discussion so far to me is almost where's the aspiration how is that changing when you've looked at how these campaigns have evolved in terms of what they're setting out to do and almost like the role that we as an industry can aspire to playing in helping patients lives you know not just looking at it around the that sort of narrow part of of, of the sort of their treatment experience but having the aspiration to sort of do more and do you know you know work deeper with you know, with patient communities. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we're we're seeing more of that now, and the, the sort of um, the co um, co creation kind of thing between um, between patient organisations and pharma and um, sort of campaign development. Um, it's it's an important thing in sort of having that consultation of what is the need, why, what are we trying to address, what's um, what is the objective, and is it relevant? It's not just a kind of box ticking exercise from the farmer, from big farmer. It's it's um, it's actually looking to achieve something. It's looking to address a need. It's not just yeah, we need a patient website here it is sort of thing it's it's actually what's this patient website going to do what's going to be on it what's going to um what's it going to achieve is it going to really make a difference to people um and does it do it well and does it do it effectively and does it do it beautifully all these all these sort of elements into it. and i think building on stuart and, and maybe speaking to one of the questions that's that's come in the chat around the metrics that um seeing a move away from just sort of clicks and views um and so for the metrics that you know certainly i look for in in those entries are it, it is really powerful to include some patient quotes or some hcp quotes around how they're using the material and the content and that does really help to show that it it has impact and generally i would say more useful than your client tell quoting how they liked the campaign um always the end users um but also if you, when you're designing the programs, think about how you know that not just people have seen the content, but that they took an action. Was there a discussion guide or can you have a survey that like, they can be quite simple things, but we often get caught up in, I got this many clicks and people spent this long watching my video, which doesn't necessarily mean they did anything so looking for those metrics that show they took action for me yeah and and thank you becca very much good morning for that question Slap, no contentious is the wrong word but we we've talked about metrics a lot in the last sort of five minutes or so and i think that was the first sort of real okay we're looking at these things do you would you say that 
you're a bit easier going or the judges are a bit easier going in terms of what those impact metrics are for patient campaigns versus HCP? I mean, for myself, I take a strict, it's still 50% of your entry, so it's got to be effective. And it's not about the actual numbers. It's the change from baseline. Mm. So you're not getting marked down because it was only 10 people in your tiny rare disease versus a thousand people over here. It's about how did you change from where you started to where you did the entry for me? But I'm quite strict. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's completely fair. Um, it's the effectiveness categories have 50% as effectiveness as the, as the criteria. Um, it kind of, yeah, you can't sort of pick and choose, I guess. It's is like one could be more emotional, sure, than the other, but no, it's it's you kind of have to stick to it. Mm. Um, and I think that's good for the audience just a, to hear. I think we we've talked about that this morning that there is this emotional connection to what you're looking at because you know what the the journey is, not just for how the campaigns come to be, back to that insight that that has driven this the need for this campaign, but also that impact as you were talking about, Julian, on on not just the healthcare professional, the patient and their their care group. Um, so yeah, I think it's good for our listeners to hear that there is still that that need to to wrap it in in that objectivity, um, even when the heartstrings are being tugged on. Um, we've had another question from Claire. Claire, good morning. Thank you very much for being with us. Um, she asks, how do you take into account the longer term effect? Um, and I think you talked a little bit about that the chronic versus the rare versus many other therapy areas that Chris alluded to. Gillian, uh, do you want to? Off. I can I mean it's quite a tough question because it, you do but it's probably not really the focus because the entries are time bound and we're asking for smart objectives and those smart objectives are time bound and so then when you look at the measurement it's against that time bound objective and I, I'm not sure what the duration is the window is for the actual entries like over how long like how long ago you can go back so we probably realistically probably focused more on the what did you achieve in the last year 18 months with this campaign um in this case hmm. not that long-term effect is not important but and, and just to that yeah. do you see that there's been i suppose given how much of the campaigns are being now uh, delivered digitally that there's almost too much focus on on those you know digital metrics which are very easy to 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 obtain because they're sort of inherently measured but they're not looking at you know what claire's pointing to is what is the impact on behavior um on an ongoing basis has this been helpful you know going forwards and how you know how as a judging group can you possibly assess that we're sort of like yes we're looking within this very you know time-bound window but we believe that this this program is going to have more long-term impact and you know only help the patients than another one which might have sort of similar you know similar immediate metrics yeah i mean as Julian says it, it's kind of difficult to kind of um take into account long-term effect it, the entries are time bound they are kind of uh, in the last year this campaign has been launched um that's kind of how your entry criteria in a way um and chris to your point it's a digital award so it's kind of we are stuck to the sort of digital world um the i guess 
it would be lovely if we could take into account the long-term effect and mm. I, but i think the nature of what we're judging is it's going to be speculation if we think it's going to have a longer term effect then brilliant we kind of have to go on what we the information we have um that we can kind of prove um yeah otherwise it kind of it's a bit um yeah speculative it's again coming back to that subjectivity i suppose yeah maybe yeah. Maybe, maybe the judging criteria need to you know needs to needs to be adjusted for you know to take into the characteristics of the of the category future focus yeah 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 well, that takes us very nicely on to our sort of wrap up. And, and Chris, good morning. Thank you very much for your question. Any questions we don't get to, we will make sure we do follow up over the rest of today and into next week. So please do keep them coming. Um, but I know we're into our last couple of minutes. I really want to get a few final thoughts. And I think it's a nice segue, Chris and Stuart, into sort of the evolution. I think earlier on in the discussion, we were talking about ambition and funding and, and dare I say it's sort of maturity of both the category and the entries that you're starting to see. How do you see that changing, Gillian and Stuart, going into next year and beyond? What what are some of the things that already you sense are happening that maybe are going to start to come through in terms of those entries that you're getting? And is there anything you're expecting to see less of uh, in terms of what you've seen in the recent past? Um. I mean, I can speak to what I would like to see as opposed to what I expect to see. <laughs> but um, I mean, we have seen a bit more of end users. So patients, PAGs, HCPs being involved in the creation of the campaigns. Love to see that just becoming a standard part of every entry. Um, would like to see a little bit less reliance on number of clicks number of views and more focus on what can I do to demonstrate impact and it would be great to demonstrate potential for longer term impact. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that. Um, and I think, I mean, the nature of the digital category is um, the fact there's going to be sort of more innovation coming in. And that's such a buzzword. But what does innovation look like? We don't know yet. There's going to be new stuff coming in. We, I, I, we can't say what that is and the na nature of awards and the nature of creativity is that it's constantly changing there's going to be new stuff coming in that we can't predict and that's great to see and it's lovely to see new stuff that sort of that will come up in in the awards or the the, the entries list and you think oh, that's amazing i wish we'd done that or yeah or kind of that's really inspiring and how can that kind of translate into other stuff um yeah yeah so yeah great to see more of that uh, and something yeah, well, and again, something our new chair, Don Marchant, sent, wasn't it? You you want to be sat there going, go, oh, I wish I'd done that. Um, and innovation comes in many forms. It isn't necessarily going to be driven by technology. Uh, it could just be a different way of thinking and doing and connecting with, with those patients and HCPs, as you said, Gillian. Um, it feels like we need to get you both back in 12 months' time to see if your predictions are <laughs> right and whether we have moved the needle a little bit. And as Chris rightly says, is there thought given to how we judge this category moving forward? because it is quite complex and i think some of the questions we've had this morning demonstrate that we've got to look at maybe some slightly different parameters for change not just that that time bound piece that the judging does so heavily rely on um i know alice is probably thinking we need to wrap up so i'm going to do that right now it's been a really really great pleasure Gillian and stuart having you i want to leave everyone that uh joins us 
with a top tip for entry, Julian. I think you've given us plenty. So hopefully people who've been here and maybe watch this back will have heard. Um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with being strict, Julian. You know, just the quality of your entry, the needs to put in that data. And I think from this category in particular, your ability to baseline, really over communicate what you've done and why you've done it. Could you leave our group with a top tip each and then we'll look to close uh, this session this morning? Um, I can jump in, read the entry requirements, read them when you're designing the programme, they're a good checklist and read them over and over before you press submit. Um, I would say get it, get your entry read by someone who doesn't know your campaign or your therapy area. Because, um, I mean, as judges, yeah, we're great, but we don't necessarily know everything. Um, and yeah, it's great that it would be really useful to see a kind of an entry that explains it in layman's terms in sort of, yeah, that, that someone who doesn't know the area can understand. Yeah, yeah. The irony is not lost on me that this entire category should be based on that, that we are speaking to people who need simple, plain English, uh, and that goes to the judges too. Mm. Um, thank you both very much indeed, Gillian Stewart, for joining us this morning. It's been great having you. I know we could have probably gone another um, half an hour talking about some of the topics today. Uh, thank you, everyone that's joined us as well. Um, as Chris mentioned, he and I are part of the Patient Engagement Interest Group which is one of several uh, within the PM Society. If you'd like any more information about either of those, please do uh, visit us at pmsociety.org.uk. You'll find us on LinkedIn and on other social media, so please do get in touch. Thank you all very much again. Uh, wishing you all a very, very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, which seems a bit early to be saying, but I will say it now. Uh, thank you all very much. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks, everyone. Thanks a lot. It's been a pleasure.